This podcast presentation was brought to you by Blackledge Emulsions. I grew up in an environment of listening to my mom talking about time is money, number one, and then number two, quality counts. Just understanding how she was able to manage a workforce, a diverse workforce, to achieve a goal to deliver a quality result in a timely manner made an impact on me, and I realize that more today than ever. Well, good morning and welcome to this episode of Where We Belong. My name is Ashley Batson, uh, one of the founding members of Women of Asphalt. And in this episode, we're focusing on women in leadership positions within the State Departments of Transportation. It's my honor and pleasure to introduce you all to Christy Hall, Secretary of the South Carolina Department of Transportation. Secretary Hall, thank you for being with us today and for taking time to speak with us this morning. And I just wanna dive on in and ask you to please just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you came to be in your position as DOT Secretary. First of all, thank you so much for the invitation to spend a few moments with you today. And it's really my honor with SCAPA and the Women of Asphalt, and thank you again so much. I've been secretary for about six years for the South Carolina DOT, having about 25 years plus experience with the agency and infrastructure from design, construction, inspection, maintenance, pretty much everything on the engineering side, having worked my way up through the career as a transportation professional and even spent a little bit of time running our financial management side of the house several years ago. and was fortunate enough to to be asked to serve as secretary so i enjoy it proud clemson graduate go tigers go tigers and uh just enjoy what i do every day well great well and it's been a pleasure for me obviously seeing you i remember when you came to headquarters and got the dot through a very trying time uh, and then i've seen your ascension to the, the secretary of dot and you've really done a great job leading this organization and our state especially in light of a lot of challenges we've faced over the last several years with major natural disasters and other things. So we're excited to be speaking with you today. One of our primary goals at Women of Asphalt is to attract women into this industry, into every type of position, from field, technical, design, business, and of course, leadership positions. Having been in the transportation industry and at SCDOT for 25 plus years, what changes have you seen in your career when it comes to women in leadership positions in the transportation industry? Well, certainly a lot more women coming into the industry, a lot more diversity into the industry outside of, you know, women, a lot of other minorities coming into the industry. When I was at Clemson, I was one of three female engineers going through the CE program at that time. Today, it's much different. The makeup of the uh, Clemson class is a lot different now, a lot more women in it. Certainly over the last 25 years, there's, there's been more women coming into the industry, making a difference, making an impact. Uh, within our engineering world and planning world and technical side of things. And so it's really, really great to see opportunities that have been created both within South Carolina DOT and in South Carolina in particular with the growth of our industry, more and more opportunities for greater diverse workforce to get engaged in, in what we do day to day. Absolutely. I don't know if you saw the video recently, but um, Caterpillar shot a video of a, a paving crew in North Carolina, and they put together an all-female 
paving crew. It was really neat to see because I think what it tells women and young women that are looking for opportunities is that there's a place for you in this industry and, and you can do whatever you set your mind to. So as you know, Secretary, this podcast will feature leading women like yourself from state DOTs and FHWA. And one area in this industry that has very few women is the C-suite and, of course, leadership positions. To what do you attribute the success you've had that's allowed you to be in your current role? That's a great question, and, and I get that question quite often. And the answer may surprise you a little bit, but in my opinion, what enabled me to be able to be a good Secretary of Transportation, or at least be positioned, to where I would be a, a candidate for the job, even though I wasn't really looking for the job when the governor asked me to serve, but it was the willingness to take on different assignments and change what I was doing. Really, almost at, at the tune of about every three to four years, I was looking for different opportunities, different experience, maybe looking to do something and, and learn a skill or different aspect of what South Carolina DOT does and is involved in just so that I built relationships all across the organization and understood what we did as a corporate entity within state government. So being willing to get outside of the comfort zone and not be stuck in a certain career path and a certain uh, side of the organization, but willing to cross across organizations and even outside of divisions, certainly moving from the engineering division over to the finance division, which clearly I'm an engineer. Yeah. I'm a trained engineer. I'm not a, a finance or accounting person. Couldn't speak that language, but clearly my knowledge of the agency at the time and having been able to develop good organizational skills kind of helped me be successful in that role. So Willing to get outside of the comfort zone is, is probably what I would attribute it to the most, but uh, certainly also firmly believe that most women, at least my experience over my 25 years, you, know, you typically feel like you've got to be twice as good as your male counterparts to be considered equal, and at times put in twice as much energy effort to be uh, recognized as somebody that's a high performer. So, you know, I've also been very blessed to, to have the agencies been good to provide those opportunities for me and, and opportunities to participate in leadership programs, both inside and outside the DOT. So, you know, it's a little bit of drive, a lot of drive and timing and just willingness to, to get outside of my comfort zone. That is so important. I mean, being willing to put yourself out there to go from an engineering role into a finance role and, and the way you made that, I can only imagine how that must have been, but you really knocked it out of the park and um, did a great job in that role. So way to go on that effort. So speaking of the governor, you were appointed by Governor Nikki Haley, who is also the former U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, and she was South Carolina's first female governor. What impact do you think that had on the state in terms of considering more women for leadership roles? Oh, it was definitely a game changer for us, and having the opportunity to work directly for her, I can tell you without a doubt that she is one of the most incredible and inspirational leaders that, that you could ever have the opportunity to work for. Her leadership skills, ability, and techniques to help move an organization or implement a, a change in policy, regardless of what it is, is remarkable and has been remarkable and is, is certainly something to 
to behold when you see it happening uh, both publicly and behind the scenes. So, you know, not only was she the first female governor, but certainly don't forget the minority right. part of that yes. as well, which is uh, incredible to think about in the South that, that that would happen, especially in South Carolina. So clearly the state was ready for it. She took the helm. She did a great job in front of the cameras and behind the cameras during our natural disasters. I had never experienced anything the as we did during the thousand year flood, actually none of us had, but to see her leadership and her clear vision of knowing what needed to be done and how we needed to do it and leveraging the the skills of those around her was just really incredible. I bet, I can only imagine, and you all did a wonderful job leading our state during that time. And unfortunately, we've had a series of natural disasters over the last several years, but I know that we all have a lot of confidence and you and your team here to, to handle those as they come because of what we've seen you be able to do over the last several years. Well, unfortunately, we've earned the title of Masters of Disaster. Oh, great. Here in yeah. South Carolina, <laughs> just, just because we've had so many back to back to back to back yeah. to back. We're just praying for a, a good fall this fall. We had a mild winter, and so we're hoping that we'll have at least one year with no significant natural disasters. And Zero hurricanes and floods that's would what, be good. That's what we're hoping for. So looking at your career and, and your path, do you have a mentor? If so, did having a mentor shape your career? I've certainly had many people over my career. As I mentioned, I, I moved around quite a bit and tried to learn as much as I could from those around me. The person who shaped my way of conducting myself or the way that I approach what I do day to day is probably my mom more than anybody. And that's because when I was growing up, she was a plant manager for a plant that was making the L.L. Bean shirts. I had the L.L. Bean contract. And of course, L.L. Bean is famously known for quality. And so I grew up in an environment of listening to my mom talking about Time is money, number one, and then number two, quality counts. Just understanding how she was able to manage a workforce, a diverse workforce to achieve a goal to deliver a quality result in a timely manner made an impact on me. And I realize that more today than ever as we're moving forward to launch a, a large, aggressive ramping up of our road and bridge program here in South Carolina. So. Clearly, I've got to give my mom all kinds of credit being an inspirational leader and, and a mentor to me. Absolutely. I know she's proud of you. What advice do you have for women considering a career in the transportation industry and more specifically the asphalt industry? <clears throat> well, certainly don't be afraid to jump in and get your hands dirty and do what you need to do and, and learn as much as you can learn. and commit yourself fully to what you're doing day to day. That's that's what it's going to take. Nothing's easy in life, but it's very enjoyable to see something accomplished day to day. When you can leave a work site at the end of the day and you can see some nice, clean, pretty asphalt down on the, the roadway that the public's going to drive on for the next several years, just commit yourself to it and, and enjoy what you do. Great words of advice. I want to just thank you for spending time with us today and and sharing your story, and we look forward to sharing that with all of our listeners. Again, I'm Ashley Batson and with Secretary Christy Hall, and just thank you again, and have a great day. Thank you, Ashley. All right. Goodbye, everybody. We ride these roads from coast to coast with highway signs as our guideposts. From town to town, day after day, the road is... 
This podcast presentation was brought to you by Blackledge Emulsions.